0: Welcome, my beloved family and dear, dear friends. Welcome to a Hope Kingdom ministry where we like to give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. And today, beloved, we're thinking about the called out assembly versus the church. There's the called out assembly, and then there's the church. What's the difference between the two? Well, I can start out by saying you go into a church and join it to become a member of that organization, but you go out to be a part of the called out assembly, out in, into the field where the harvest is. And, you know, um, most times the church member, is kept in and often, very often thought of as property by the pastor of that church. And this pastor's thinking is that they should not go anywhere else but his church. And that is wrong thinking. That's wrong thinking. No pastor or church owns anybody or anything. We own nothing. We don't even own the body we're That we walk around in. The church should be thought of as the Father's house of prayer, just like our Savior said when he told the Pharisees that they had made his Father's house into a marketplace, a den of thieves, and it was supposed to be a house of prayer. Beloved, did you notice something? Did you notice he said prayer and not a house of worship? His Father's house is supposed to be a house of prayer not a house of worship but you know they pastors always say come we got to go into welcome to God's house of worship to the house of worship you know but it's supposed to be a house of prayer now don't get me wrong of course we should definitely worship him our father and his precious son in his house but it was meant to be a house of prayer and that should show you that should show us and tell us how important prayer is to him now beloved remember without prayer man cannot and without prayer yah or you may say god will not takes us back to genesis 1 where we were given dominion, which is authority over the earth. So we have to initiate whatever we want and need here on earth with prayer to our heavenly father and creator, YAH, therefore giving him access and legal license to interfere, intervene and intercept here on earth on our behalf. Remember, we have to give earthly access to heaven for them to come and interfere because our father is faithful to his word. He said, let them have dominion on the earth. He didn't say, let us. Okay, now, and let's get to the the called out assembly. The called out, they are sent out. They sent out house to house. In the field, in the pubs and prisons, in their country and, and other countries, to make more disciples. They are owned by the King of Heaven only. Owned by the King of Heaven only, and are under the authority under the authority of the Kingdom of Heaven, not an organization referred to as the church, or a man called pastor, or a woman called pastor. For that matter. Their lives are, and their lives are different. They don't participate in all the little activities they have in the church. Their work is outside where the harvest is great and they're not stuck in a building. They're not in church every Sunday either. No. You know why? They are the church. Hello somebody. They are the church and they bring the church with them wherever they go. And that's how it should be. So stop just going to church and start being the church. You know, then, then they can let that building be the house of prayer like it was meant to be while they were out, while they're out being the church. You know, then that makes sense. You're out being the church and then you come into the house of prayer for prayer. And hearing the word. Yeah. More on the called out assembly. That's what I'm a part of. I'm a part of the called out assembly. I'm no longer a Christian. That's a uh, member of a church. I tell the pastors. They ask me. I say no I don't belong to any church. I serve. I may serve at your church. But I belong to the king of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven. Not any church. Or any person here on earth. <laughs> the pastor said, Kabish. <laughs> he understood exactly what I was talking about. Let me continue. You know, the called out have nothing to do, they have nothing to do with this world. They are set apart from the sin of this world. You know, that's what you're supposed to be. Called out and set apart. Set apart from what? From the evil, from the world, from the sin of this world. But beloved, I am sorry to say, most churches are mimicking and copying the world. Yes, today's churches have become so worldly. Sometimes it's hard to tell if you're in church or a comedy house or a nightclub. The pastors, if they're not making the people, (laughs) people, the jokes, they've got to make the people laugh. People like to come to church to laugh. It's like going to the comedy house. And sometimes you go to church, the way the some of the worship teams look and the people in there, you swear you were in a nightclub the way they're dressed and the way they're, and their so-called holy dances, the dances that they're doing, twerking and literally, seriously. There was this one church, I could not believe it. it was on the internet and they had the sister, she was twerking with her big old behind. And, and they were saying, amen. This is and this is supposed to have been worship. I, I, I said, you know what? I, I, I just, I just, I just had to turn it off. I just had, to, I can't even say it anymore. It was so ridiculous. And she had a barrel behind too. <laughs> okay, I'm let me get back. I'm trying to thought. I <laughs> was saying that like, they're talking about the nightclub, the church looking more like the nightclub. You know, their thinking is. You know, the church nowadays, they thinking is, we want, to, we want to get those in people in the world, we want to get them in the church. But what they fail to realize, what they've really done is bring the world into the church so the world can feel more comfortable. So the people that out, come out of the world can feel more comfortable in the church. You you want to make the world comfortable in the church. The world's not trying to make the church fit in. The world could care less about the church. But oh, but the church is so caring about the world. We want... If you start healing the sick, raising the dead, the blind see, the the deaf hear, the mute speak, and the lame walk, you won't have a problem getting the world in the church. (laughs) I guarantee you. That's what we need to do. Yeah. Y'all forbid the world... (laughs) The church becoming the world, and I'm, I'm serious. That's exactly what is happening, even over here in Asia. It's 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 unbelievable. You know, that's exactly what Rome did. That's what Rome did when they brought these pagan holidays, that are so-called holidays like Easter, Christmas, Valentine's Day, and all the others. But you know the seven set apart holy days. (laughs) Yah has ordained and commanded for us to to acknowledge them. They're being ignored and disrespected for for the most part. Yeah. Now although some Christian churches are finally coming around to meeting him at the appointed feasts he commanded and named. Beloved, those seven feasts—these are appointments. They are appointments with the Father, with the Great I Am, our Maker, our Creator, our Yah, our Alua. You would say our—you may say our God—that we should not miss. Why would should we miss appointments with Him? And He says, He, didn't, he says, these are my, not the Jews. Upon these are my feasts. Mine, he said. These are my appointments. And we should be making and on time with those appointments. And leave this foolishness, all these holidays, days alone. Now, now, what are these seven feasts of Yah? These seven appointments? Leviticus 23, chapter 23, describes that the Shabbat, which is the Sabbath, together with seven feasts, namely, mostly the Feast of Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of First Fruits, the Feast of the Harvest, the Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. Now these, these are the seven appointments the set-apart days, where you may refer to as holy days, that the Father has commanded us to, to respect and to honor. But, you know, I wrote something that said, you know, we, we honor none and disrespect one. And you know which what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Passover that is disrespected and called that pagan Easter. The fertility festival, sex and oranges and rabbits and quick as a bunny and ah. we've got to get it together we have got to get it together we've got to all become the called out ones set apart for the father's use, for his use set apart. I have set myself apart from the world. Now, I am in the world and I live in the world and, and I think for a living, you can be in the world but not of the world. You don't have to dress like the world, talk like the world, act like the world. Represent Represent the, your king. Represent your kingdom, your country, which is the kingdom of heaven. We're supposed to be ambassadors, and that's what ambassadors are—representatives. They represent their governor, their their country. And like I say, they never have their own opinion. They never have their own opinion. They always refer to. They you ask them something, they say, "Well, my government's opinion on this matter is," and then they. Proceed to tell you what it is. But they don't have their own opinion because an ambassador with their own opinion will be recalled. You'll be re- recalled and taken out of that office. You cannot. You can only represent what your government, your country says. Your government says. And our government is the kingdom of heaven. Yes. Which one are you, Beloved? Are you a church member? Stuck in the church? Content being just in the church on Sunday? Maybe you'll go to, maybe some of you'll go to Bible study or prayer on another night. Are you the called out assembly? I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't go to church, but see, be the church, first of all, be the church. If you go to that building that they're calling the church, You know, just don't get stuck in there and think that's all you need to do. As long as you're saved, sanctified, and you go into heaven, baby, this is not a solo walk. We better come to him with other people behind us, other souls that we've brought. Because our mission was, our assignment is everyone is to reconcile lost souls back to the father through his son, Yahusha Mashiach, who the world famously known as Jesus Christ. That's what we're supposed we are commissioned to do that. And when the father says something, it's not a suggestion. It's a command. Always. Remember that. Remember that when you hear and you feel like the Father is telling you to do something, but you don't do it. He wasn't suggesting. That was a command. And you just broke a commandment. And that's your big trouble for you. You know, beloved, I can—I didn't say before, I can tell you, I'm ending in just a couple more hours my 21-day no-food fast, and I was sitting here this morning, and I was, when I started typing, and because I like to put my thoughts down so I don't forget things, when I started typing out what I was talking about, the called out assembly, his presence came on me, beloved. Oh, it was so good. I felt him from the inside out. It's like he was hugging me, my insides, and hugging me out. I mean, his tangible presence, I felt him tangible, tangibly. It was so wonderful. It was so good. And it just let me know he was pleased he was pleased. He wants called out, set apart children. He doesn't want church members. He doesn't want Christians. He doesn't want religious people. He wants sons, children that are set up, that are called out, set apart doing his will. He wants ambassadors. You know, that's much, that's way, much higher than a Christian. An ambassador, because you can lie, cheat, and there's people calling themselves Christians living in adultery, or living with their husband, living with somebody that's not their wife or their husband, but they still call you know I'm, they're Christian because they say I believe in Jesus and I, I know I believe in God, so they say they're Christian. But you can't do you cannot do things like that and say you're an ambassador. I <laughs> know you have to represent. You can't cuss people out on Monday and go to church on Sunday, and call yourself a Christian. Yeah, yeah, you know, and call yourself an ambassador, but you can't a Christian. You've got to be more than just a Christian. We've got to graduate. You want to be a disciple, an ambassador, a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. That's what scripture calls us. We're only Christians are our only input in their career in their three times, I think it's three times through the whole scripture, but we're called sons and saints and children and ambassadors and citizens and uh, all through the scripture and the 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 people of the way. You know, it was a um was it Antioch, I don't wanna misquote one the town that um Pagans named Christians. They say Christians mean little Christ. That's the 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 disciples who never were did not call themselves Christians. None of them did Peter, Paul, no, none of them. They did not call themselves Christians. There were other people which happened to be pagans that called them Christians, and it wasn't in a nice way. It was like a dirty name. And there were also, think about, Christians 2,000 years before. Yahusha, who we call Jesus, was ever, ever lived. Was it? Was it 2000? Well, yeah, years before. Um, what was his name? His believers were called Christians. They were also called um, bishops of Christ. Um, I'm, right now, I wasn't intended to go there, so my mind is at a blank. Ah can't think of his name right now but um his followers were called Christians and they they the way they did a lot of celebrating was the which is a lot of it is in the Christian church you know they were uh, they were in Rome before and this person I can't who, whose name this escapes me his image is also look I mean with the beard the beard and the long hair the long hair like the way they present Jesus today, you know, only they they use the face of um, Leonardo, de, uh, Leonardo da Vinci's lover, um, uh, Cesare Borgia, who was the son of a pope, and you know the popes call themselves God, so he was like considered the son of God. That's where his image, his face comes from when you when you look at him. And if you look at his fingers, he's always got these two fingers up. That's a demonic sign. That's a demonic sign. And it in, and they have, and it has that. What they, they say a halo? No, that's a symbol of the sun, because they believe they worship the sun, sun god worship. That's what that is. Is not. I halo. say a halo. It's a, it's a sun god. A sign of the sun god. Yeah, the S U N. They worship the S U N, not the S O N. All right, <laughs> uh, I went there, didn't I? <laughs> anyway, I'll get I was talking about that great feeling with him coming in and just coming in and just—it uh, was so wonderful. And I just told him how much I loved him and and I'm so thankful because I really needed that. I really needed that. And you know, it's—it's it's not easy being—I mean, on no food fast and, and then I had to write all the sermons. I had to do a lot of things and I. And I couldn't let people know, you know, why I was you know, sometimes I was a little seem it seemed like I was a little unsettled sometimes, you know, but I you know, I had I kept it together, but I couldn't tell them, Oh, I'm I'm fasting, I haven't eaten in eighteen, nineteen days, you know. No, it because it was it's a secret. it was done in secret between me and the father. And the only reason I'm mentioning it now is because I'm getting ready to end it. I hope I'm not sinning when I do that. You know, I just felt like I would say that, but that and writing this teaching, our sermon, this message on the church and the called out assembly, the church versus the called out assembly. What's the difference? The church is kept in the called out or sent out. Into the field where the harvest is, but the the church people in church say, "Yup, yeah, come here, come in, come in here." They stand at the door and holler for you to come here. They want you. They want you to come to church instead of going out there and teach in the field and then showing you as being the church. So if you go to church, okay, but be a called out one too. Go out into the field too. You no know, cuz I say you know I like to I preach uh, preach in the church but and I like I rather preach outside more because it's like <clears throat> it's like you're there helping Christians become more Christians <laughs> more Christian like you know they're already believers <clears throat> Excuse me In other words just do more be more what he wants you to be don't just Keep the pew warm. Don't just be a church member. Remember, you're owned by the kingdom. You're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, an ambassador, and you have a responsibility. You are supposed to represent. Go and make disciples of others. All right, beloved. hope you were able to get something from this message this short message and I hope that you become a called out one, called out and set apart for his use and his use only okay alright dear ones, dear heart, my beloved you are set apart, the, the, the chosen few <laughs> you are set apart until we meet again. Y'all willing, of course. Peace be with you. Shalom. And for some of you, Shalom.